Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. You know, there is a definite demonstration in society today of a lack of faith in God lack of faith in his word, lack of faith in the ability of Jesus and all that he's accomplished for us. You know, when I was growing up, 70 plus percent of America went to church every Sunday. Businesses were closed so employees could go to church. Today, it seems like 70 percent of people never even graced the doors of a church. And is it any wonder our society is experiencing all of the turmoil that we're seeing today? But yet, When something terrible happens, one of the first things you hear is people asking, how did God let this happen? Well, to discuss this and more, Apostle Ken Giles of the Lincoln Bible Church in Hempstead, Texas, is joining us on the program today. He and, and Pastor Sheila Giles has released a great book that is very, very relevant for today, and especially for those who ask that kind of question, where is God and how come I'm not blessed? The book is titled Faith in the Kingdom of Heaven. You can't have one without the other. Help me welcome back to the program, Apostle Ken Giles. Apostle Ken, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to join us today. Glad to be here, and thank you so much for having me. Amen. Now, Apostle Ken, why did you write this book, and why do you believe it's needed right now? Well, um, truth be told, I wrote this book uh, when I was... Uh, in a storm, <laughs> and I don't mean I don't mean uh, natural rain or natural lightning and thunder. I mean spiritually. Um, I was dealing with a number of things and um, uh, didn't even know I was going to. Um, this was going to be something that God birthed in my spirit, but um, the Lord gave me a sermon series title and gave me the basic framework of it and um, literally uh, enabled me to, if you will, um, apply some balm to my own spirit. Uh, when I wrote, when I began to teach and preach uh, the sermon series, because the book was birthed out of the sermon series that God gave me um, entitled Faith and the Kingdom of Heaven, you can't have one without the other, because no matter what is going on um, in the earth, um, upon the earth, um, for the believer, it's always a matter of faith. And so God was uh, using me to get a message out to others, but in the process, he was challenging me um, to believe him Uh, No matter what I saw, no matter what I felt, no matter what I was experiencing. Um, And that simply was to trust him because he was taking me through to get me to what he purposed 
and ordained for my life based on what he's what he had promised to me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm glad to say today that um, I wouldn't have raised my hand to go through some of the things, some of the trials and, and difficulties and challenges that I experienced, uh, but I wouldn't take anything for my journey. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I believe that. I, I'm the same way. Uh, when I was going through it, you know, I was questioning a lot of things. Uh, why is this happening and, uh, and all that? But now looking back, you know, over the last 40 years, I can see God orchestrating the whole thing that brings me right to where he wants me at today. You know, and uh, that's, that's the old adage, you know, you know, everything works out for good for them that love the Lord and call according to his purpose. And he had called me to my purpose doing what I'm doing right now. And I fought every step of the way until I realized <laughs> he was orchestrating this deal. <laughs> yeah, I was blessed to have been given a, a pre-published manuscript of your book and, and even more blessed when you selected my review for the back cover endorsement. And folks, I'm telling you, this is a great book and I'm blessed to be a part of helping Apostle Ken and Pastor Sheila to get the word out about their book and their ministry. In fact, you can hear their Kingdom Living broadcast on Evangelism Radio twice a day, seven days per week at 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern time on evangelismradio.com. Amen. Apostle Ken, I loved your analogy of the wholesale food card that you used to introduce the book. Can you go briefly over that for our listeners? I thought that was very powerful. Yeah. Um, anytime a believer, a Christian, is experiencing lack or deficiency in their lives, um, the first thing that has to be examined is their faith. It, it's it's kind of like if a person uh, experienced physical hunger and if there's not any food, the first thing that would need to be examined would be the finances. Uh, what, 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 you know, does this person have the finances to acquire uh, what is needed and necessary to uh, cure the hunger, uh, to end whatever hunger that they have? Uh, whatever that they may be experiencing, what they have or do not have, uh, do they have the resources? And so it's the same thing from the spiritual perspective as it relates to the kingdom of God, uh, because faith, uh, as it relates to the wholesale club analogy, is both the card and the currency. And let me elaborate on that. Um, when a person goes to the wholesale club, the first thing that uh, is required is that they have a card, okay? And, and, and some vary. There's kind of two uh, uh, possibilities at, at, at the varying wholesale clubs. Either if a person doesn't have the card, they cannot gain entry, um, no matter how much cash they have or even some of them have began allowing the person to come in, even though they don't present the car, they can just simply walk in, but no matter how much money they have, they cannot purchase anything without showing their right. membership card. Yeah, amen. They don't have the ability to access 
the resources that are all around them without the membership cost. Mm -hmm. and, and that, to me, uh, clearly reflects the believer's uh, experience as it relates to the kingdom of God. Uh, when, when a person accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior uh, of their lives uh, due to his uh, meaning that they've accepted uh, God's gift in the person of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, having hung, bled, and died on Calvary's cross for our sins, giving us a right to eternal life, giving us access to our Heavenly Father, to his throne, and being brought into his kingdom, when that occurs, um, the same faith that it took to get into the kingdom is the same faith that it takes to access the resources of the kingdom. Yeah, Therein, amen. that's where the wholesale uh, club analogy comes in. Amen. Amen. So if, if you don't have your car checked at the door, you ain't getting into heaven and you ain't getting none of those blessings. Well, <laughs> <laughs> amen. Anyway, now, yeah. your tagline. Now, from, a, from a scripture perspective, Ephesians 1 and 3 says this. It says that God has laid up in store in heavenly places in Christ Jesus every blessing. Mm -hmm. It says every blessing, anything that God will ever give us, he's already given us in Christ Jesus. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. else mm -hmm. that God can ever give us other than what he already has, Praise and God. that is every blessing. Uh, and, I, and I'd have to get folks to understand what the scripture says. It says every, every. blessing. So, so that means nothing left out. That's right. It's already in Christ. Amen. And so as a person accepts Christ and comes into the kingdom of God, they enter the realm, God's kingdom realm of blessing. And all they need to do is continue with the same faith that it took to get saved, to, to gain salvation. Um, they continue with that same faith uh, in God's kingdom to acquire and to experience um, every heavenly blessing that God has purposed and ordained for their life, uh, for their marriage, their family, their generations. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Now, your tagline, if you want to call it that, faith in the kingdom of heaven, you can't have one without the other. In the first chapter of the book, you reference how that became your tagline, as you just explained. Uh, in today's society, though, Apostle, it seems like you know society as a whole is snubbing their nose at God as never before. And today, some people, I mean, they don't even know if they're a girl, a boy, or a dog, it seems like. In your book, Faith in the Kingdom of Heaven, you discuss this as explaining Genesis chapter 3. Can you briefly explain what you covered in your book for our listeners? Yeah. Um, specifically, in, in Genesis chapter 3, um, the scripture reveals uh, what, what every born-again, blood-bought believer uh, in the Lord God Most High needs to know. And that is that there's two voices in the earth, uh, God's voice and Satan's voice. And let me make that clear. There's only two voices in the earth mm -hmm. and, 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 and are two words, if you will, in the earth, God's word and Satan's word. Uh, Adam and Eve experienced that and specifically Eve experienced that voice. Uh, she, she, she knew what God had said 
but then she heard what Satan said. And according to which voice or which word a person receives, it will determine how they see life. It will shape their perspective mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and how they view every aspect of life. Now, we know for a fact that Eve had heard God's word. Right. And we know that because she actually corrected Satan during the conversation that she had with him. Amen. And I'm going to read it just briefly. Um, the word starts out like this. It says in verse one of chapter three of Genesis, it says, now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, indeed, has God said, you shall not eat from any tree of the garden. Okay. She corrected the man because she had already heard God's word. She said this to him in verse two. It says, and the woman said to the serpent, from the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat, but from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat for, or, or you shall not eat from it or touch it lest you die. So God had already told her that if she ate from this tree, uh, whether it was directly from God's uh, speaking to her or whether it was from the word that God had spoken to Adam in the second chapter. Either way, whether she got it from, from God directly or whether she got it from Adam. Uh, a lot of folks want to bog down themselves in the details. <laughs> Bottom line is she knew what she she knew what God had said. Yeah. So yeah. she had heard God's word. But the enemy then comes back. But tell you what, I'm going to put a pin where I'm going for just a minute because I think this is important to bring out. Uh, number one, she shouldn't even been talking to the devil in the first place. Amen. Amen. Somebody. The Bible says evil communication corrupts good manner. Okay. Uh, it also says that uh, according to Psalm 1, to walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. Bottom line is she shouldn't have even been in conversation with the devil. Amen. She should have showed him a hand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. Talking to the Okay. So I just want to bring that out. And, and then secondly, the enemy uh, said that uh, he, he told her, did, as not the Lord said, uh, he, he said, uh, let, me, matter of fact, let me go back to when they said, now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, indeed, has God said, you shall not eat from any tree of the garden. First thing he does is start out with a with an incorrect base, an erroneous uh, basis. Uh, he starts out lying on God. Uh, he starts out saying that God said she couldn't eat from any tree. Mm -hmm. and, and 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 but this is the this is the shocker. That was to stimulate conversation. <laughs> okay. Amen. Yeah. Because that's exactly what took place. So she responded to him to correct him. But the only reason that uh, uh, he initiated such a ridiculous claim, uh, which was a lie in, in and of itself, was so that it, so the conversation could take place. Mm -hmm. and, and, and like I said, that was a mistake. Now, move the pen, verse 3. It says, she says, but from the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat from it or touch it lest you die. Verse 4, the serpent said to, her, to the woman, you surely shall die, uh, shall not die. So see, there it is right there. There's the opposing mm -hmm. 
aspect. God said one thing, Satan said something else. Yeah. God yeah. tells folk uh, uh, sin uh, is wrong. Satan says nothing wrong with it. Uh, God tells yeah. them don't do this, and Satan says go ahead and go ahead and do it. Uh, God says it's gonna hurt you. Uh, Satan says look at uh, 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 doing drugs it, it ain't gonna bother you. Go ahead, you just uh, you, you know your parents trying to keep you from being cool with your friends. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. You know? So so the, the devil's always gonna pre present something opposing. Okay. So uh, verse five says. For God knows that in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Mm -hmm. And then verse six is the revealing aspect. OK, he tells, uh, oh, God knows that you're going to that your eyes are going to be opened and you're going to uh, you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So he presents it as a good thing that God has mm -hmm. told her this mm -hmm. lie to keep her from being like him. And from 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 uh, uh, being knowledgeable, okay. Yeah. So so he makes it. Uh, he gives his pitch to catch her and to snare her for the purpose of destroying the blessing that God intended for her. So which word did she take on? Here it is. Verse six says, "When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, now, now how could she see that?" When God's word told her that if she ate of the tree, she was going to die. The only way that she, her perspective could have changed and shifted was based on the word she received. Now, I'm going to say again, there's only two words in the earth, God's word and Satan's word. Yep. Amen. And depending upon which word a person receives as true, that will determine the outcome in their life. Now, let me give that be more direct in terms of your initial question. I gave a backdrop. Here's here's the here's the the diamond, if you will. In our society, the world is telling people that uh, having a, a man, uh, a, 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 having sex with another man, a woman with another woman, uh, a man. Uh, wanting to become a woman and, and, and go get a surgery or dress like a woman or a woman trying to, trying to be a man. All, all of this is acceptable. It's just a person's choice. Uh, it is uh, something that they're born with. And they, you know, they got all of these things out there that, that do just what Satan did in, in the Garden of Eden. He told them the exact opposite. Amen. And the folks who have bought the lie See, when I, when, when I grew up uh, and, and went to first grade, uh, they said, uh, uh, they taught me, they said, see the ball. And they taught me what a ball was. Look at the tree. They, they showed me what a tree was. And look at the boy run and, and see the girl play. They, they told us what a boy was and what a girl was. And, and it was real clear. And so we learned boy, girl, ball, mm -hmm. tree, grass. Uh, we, we learned those flowers. We learned all of those things based yeah. because the the word informs the mind. See? Yeah. And so whatever word a person receives is what's going to inform their thinking. And if a person makes the mistake of buying the lie and throwing the truth away, we end up with what we have right now. And that's perverted uh, thinking which results in perverted lives 
mm. and a perverted society that is destructive. Yep. And so witnessing today. And so we've got to continue to teach and preach God's word uh, because if as we proclaim God's word, uh, people are able to uh, have the blinders removed, the scales to fall from their eyes and to see God and his goodness and to know the difference between a blessing and a curse. Yes. Amen. 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 Apostle Ken, you also share about a lucky rabbit's foot analogy in your book as you discuss faith in God. Can you share your thoughts on that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that, um, you know, you know, and it, it's to, it really saddens me how much Christians and, and, and there's a there's a standard to being a Christian. A, a Christian, by definition, according to Romans, the sixth chapter and the 16th verse, uh, is somebody who has Jesus Christ as their Lord, Savior and Master. You, you go from the. Uh, Romans, the sixth chapter, verses one through 16, but, but verse 16 is the, is the clincher, that when a person obeys God, God is their master. Mm -hmm. But if they obey sin, then sin and Satan is their master. See? And so we've got to uh, stick with the black and white and, and stay, out of, stay away from the gray. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is, is way too often there's what I call a blending. And, uh, and, and instead of folks uh, uh, serving God and God alone through having accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and therefore they walk in the light of Christ and, and, and uh, even the word of God versus just adding Christ to their lives yeah. as opposed to Christ being their life. Mm -hmm. now, and, and let me kind of e examine that for a moment here. And that's this. Um, a person who just adds Christ to their life blends him with all of the, the, the smorgasbord, if you will, of uh, 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 fables and, 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 and fiction and, all of these things that they've learned through tradition and through the world and whatever else, and 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 they lose Jesus in the midst of it. Mm -hmm. You got Christians walking around talking about luck, being lucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. luck is by chance. There's nothing by chance with God. Amen. Everything has already been done as the Lamb was slain before the foundations of the world. Mm -hmm. Everything that God has purposed for us, we already have. Amen. Okay? So there's no luck involved. Mm -hmm. None at all. But 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 a lot of times people don't think about that. They go around. I've even seen uh, Christians, well, we wish you luck. Well, keep that. <laughs> I don't want it. Amen. If you want to say, hey, well, may the Lord bless you. Okay, now I can have that. Amen. Yeah, I, I, I got that. You know. Amen. So 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 to me. You know, that's kind of what the rabbit's foot mm -hmm. uh, uh, analogy there, you know, where, where folks uh, go around, you know, saying, OK, well, hey, you know, I'm going to carry a rabbit's foot so things can go well for me. Mm -hmm. uh, listen, if things were going to go well uh, because of the rabbit's foot, the rabbit would still have a foot and the person wouldn't have it. Amen. And he had four to begin with. It didn't do well, him any good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, if it was no brain, good fortune, it, the, the, what, the, the rabbit who had it wouldn't, wouldn't have lost it in the first Amen. place. Amen. So, uh, so, you know, we just have to, to I tell people all the time, listen, things have to make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, you know, we, one another thing we talk about in there is the, the uh, you know, where the Darwinian stuff talking about how men evolved from apes oh, and all yeah. that kind of foolishness. Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, show me the monkey man is what I would mm-hmm. suggest. In, in other words, if, if, if we, from when a when a, a caterpillar transforms into a butterfly, we can see the mid stages. We can see mm-hmm. the transformation takes place, the metamorphosis, if you will. Uh, if man turns into monkey, show me the monkey man. Yeah, <laughs> show, amen. Show amen. me the metamorphosis state. And, um, and 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 bottom line is nobody can do that because there is no such such That's thing. Right. That's and right. and and folk can go back and draw pictures. Oh well, the, the man was in the cave and he looked like the monkey and he came from the monkey. Well, if that took place, he would still that same metamorphosis process would still be the same. Butterflies mm-hmm. that came that came from Amen. caterpillars. How many other years ago is still turning into butterflies? Amen. Uh, if, if man came from monkey there would still be monkey men. Yeah, and right. so we, we just have to, uh, what I say is, you know, just things just have to make sense. And, and it doesn't take much to to see clearly through the fog of foolishness, uh, whether it's a, a rabbit foot or, or a monkey man, uh, we, we need to stick with the word of God. All Amen. Right. Hey folks, Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time for today's portion of this great interview with Apostle Ken Giles of the Lincoln Bible Church from Houston, Texas. As we've been discussing the release of their latest great book, Faith in the Kingdom of Heaven. You can't have one without the other. Now, Apostle Ken and his wife, Pastor Sheila Giles, they're great friends of our ministry. They've been on the program before and they want to bless you with an autographed copy of this book, and they want to give you a double blessing. Yes, praise God. With a gift of just $100 or more, they will send you an autographed copy of their book, Faith in the Kingdom of Heaven, and a coupon good for 50% off of their highly rated online course, Biblical Foundations of Faith. Folks, that is a $200 value all by itself. Praise God. And you get all of this for any donation of just $100 or more. This powerful book and online course will increase your faith in God, His authority, and His Word. Amen? So just use the links down below to take part in this double blessing today. And be sure to come back for the next episode as we conclude our interview with Apostle Ken as he continues to share information, inspiration, and impartation from their latest book, Faith in the Kingdom of Heaven. You can't have one without the other. Till then, this Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.
Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.